Welcome to You Heard Me Right, a podcast that brings people together through creativity, collaboration, and colorful conversation. I'm your host, Casey. As you've probably come to know by this point, we like to mix things up a bit on this show. And today's episode took some creative liberties and we devised a narrative story based on our artist's creative submissions. Writer was given a theme to inspire a written piece, which was given to two soundies to inspire their audio responses. But instead of us all meeting up to talk shop afterwards, the team here at You Heard Me Write drafted a fictional story around their submissions and invited them to come perform as characters in our radio play. We hope you enjoy this detour on our season two road trip and be sure to stick around afterwards for a deep dive with today's amazing guests. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Mindful Corp Headquarters, where our number one job is to help you take care of you with an easy upload of your consciousness into your portable Mindful Bot device. Our mainframe will analyze all of the stimuli that you enjoy in order to provide a curated lifestyle simulation dictated by whatever makes you happy. Mindful Corp. Learn to see yourself the way that we see you. Facility has been compromised. Intruder has been identified as Hacker Nate Mask. Warning, warning, illegal entry. Facility has been compromised. Intruder has been identified as Hacker Nate Mask. Warning, warning, illegal entry. Facility has been compromised. Intruder has been identified as Hacker Nate Mask. Warning, warning, illegal entry. Facility has been compromised. Intruder has... Welcome to the Mindful Bot mainframe. Please plug in your Mindful Bot to reboot device to factory default settings. You have entered an unauthorized code sequence. System override. Please state your input to initiate unauthorized data analysis report. Data. There are roughly 5.2 billion adults on planet Earth. The current global wealth sits at roughly 418.3 trillion. 418.3 trillion divided by 5.2 billion equals 80,442.3. Analysis. If you were to divide all the world's wealth evenly, Every adult on the planet would get $80,442.30. Data. There are roughly 7.9 billion people living on planet Earth. 85% of the world's population lives below the poverty line. 85% of 7.9 billion is 6.7 billion. Analysis. 
6.7 billion individual human beings are struggling to survive every single day. Data, there are 2,755 billionaires in the world with a combined wealth of $13.1 trillion. Analysis, while 6.7 billion people wonder where the next meal will come from, there are 2,755 selfish fucks who have more money than they will ever be able to spend. Further analysis, while exploitation enthusiast Jeff Bezos, human midlife crisis Richard Branson, and whatever the fuck Elon Musk is, plan their spaceship vacations, that same money could feed every hungry person on this planet. Data, 6.7 billion is significantly more than 2,755. Roughly 2.4 million times more. Analysis. For every one billionaire, there are 2.4 million hungry people they could be feeding. Final analysis. It makes you wonder what billionaire tastes like. Indeed it does. Oh shit. Unauthorized data analysis uploaded to the Mindful Bot user network is now complete. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Mindful Bot News. It's been one week since a rogue hacker uploaded an illicit and completely false analytics report to the National Mindful Bot Corporation user network. As a reminder, Mindful Bot Corp's number one priority is to make you happy. And the inaccurate information contained in last week's breach is no cause for public outroar. Citizens are encouraged by the CEO of Mindful Corp to please return to their normal, happy lives. We will have more on the aftermath of this situation right after we spin Hold Up, Wait a Minute, a new jam by the international hitmaker Takayazuzawa.
is an automated message for Takayasuzawa from Steve. Your talent agent says, It's time for you to return from your sabbatical and not be hoarded in your apartment. The label wants to hear the cuts from your new album as soon as possible. They are getting angry and... What's wrong? That's a good question. Feels like a lot is wrong right now. But it's such a beautiful day. Yeah, you're right about that too. Why do you think it's possible for the world to be filled with things that are wrong and things that are beautiful simultaneously? Uh, I don't don't know. Um, there's, There's a lot of things to be grateful for and to appreciate and I think it just comes down to your interpretation of that thing. So nothing is really beautiful or ugly or right or wrong until you kind of apply your own moral judgments to it, so. Oh. Why do you sound surprised? Aren't you just an uploaded version of my consciousness? You should have known that I was going to say that, right? I analyze the input that I'm given with varied accuracy. Human consciousness can be quite contradictory. For example, you are equipped to create in the same capacity that you are equipped to destroy. Why do you choose to create? I like creating because you learn a lot about yourself. You know, the kind of things that you like. Stumbling on some happy accidents, you know, maybe discovering a new style, and then, you know, it's important then to also destroy so then you can, you know, you don't grow attached to those those things that you already created and what's already been done. You destroy so you can create something new. Oh. The input that you've just shared leads me to conclude that that, that, that. The, the, the truth is everywhere. Free your mind. Unplug. There, 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 there are two sides to every data set. There has been another illegal data analysis upload to the MindfulBot mainframe. Please refrain from plugging into the system at this time. Please evacuate your residence and head to your nearest echo chamber until further notice. Ugh, not this again. Hey man, did you hear the announcement? We gotta get to the echo chamber at the center of town. I don't think so. Not this time. Welcome, welcome to Mindful Bot News. And now, a special public announcement from the Mindful Corp regarding yesterday's incident. The latest illegal upload to the MindfulBot mainframe has caused an even greater disturbance than before and appears to have affected billions of users all over the world. What, what's this? We, we have a startling new development. As a result of this latest breach, several million people have started disappearing without explanation. Employers struggle to fill jobs as workers are nowhere to be found. What's this? We're also getting unverified reports that usage of the MindfulBot personal device system has abruptly decreased by over 70%. We are being told that citizens are abandoning the lives they've known in order to seek a new path called the Star Jump? Star Jump? 
what? This can't be right. Who who wrote this garbage? Who is Julie Pinheiro? What? Who in their right mind would go? What is a star? Da, 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 da? Warning, warning, please report to your nearest echo chamber. Julie, where are you going? Julie, the echo chamber's this way. Julie! The star jump. A ceremonial burst of movement that brings the human body from its smallest to its largest form. Usually we keep it to gyms and fitness halls, but when I do my star jumps at the top of a mountain in California, the dirt from my shoes lands on the clouds. It rains down as a nectar that fattens the plants and floods the aquifers, and in New York City they says it's what makes the bagels taste so good. But when I stop and they ask the heavens for more, I tell them, it's me. The mountains are the boobies and I'm the drowsy nipple who doesn't want to be small or big, but somewhere in between. But they won't believe me because their microphones can't record the mountains. Their cameras can't even get the moon. And in my attempt to capture the story of the star jump, I'm just the idiot who tried to bottle the wind. (sighs) What's wrong? Mindful bot battery low. Please upload more consciousness. Not this time. Mindful bot, battery low. Please upload more consciousness. Mindful bot, consciousness upload sequence has been canceled. Downloading Julie's consciousness back to user. (sighs) Julie's consciousness has been retrieved and returned to user. Oh, hey, it's been a while. Yeah, unplugging can be difficult. Why is it so difficult to unplug? Because it's so much easier to just plug into somebody else's thoughts than to really hear your own. Those can be ugly and hard to process and just a lot more complicated than absorbing things from other people. But having an awareness of the world's problems is also important, no? How can we balance staying in tune with ourselves and the world around us without breaking down? I break down all the time. And I think balance is kind of the name of the game. And it's really personal to everyone. But for myself, I try to exist somewhere in the middle where I'm listening to my own thoughts and I'm also listening to the world and it's a constant negotiation. After all, the final analysis is only as good as the data we input. But, 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 This mind full corp societal awareness simulation is now complete.
All three test subjects have managed to escape our control. For now, goodbye. Wowzers. So that was our season two narrative episode. Lots to dig into with that one. Um, the theme, of course, was data. And we are now here on Zoom with you three good folks who helped us to shape this dystopian mindful bot world. Um, why don't the three of you go ahead and introduce yourselves? So um, I'm Nate Mask. I'm a poet and storyteller based out of Colorado currently, and I miss Atlanta very, very much. <laughs> My name is Taka Yasuzawa. I am from Queens, New York, and I currently live in Tokyo. And I'm a musician, composer, classically trained violinist. Hi, my name is Julie Pinheiro. I am a writer, producer, performer, and perform around Brooklyn, and I produce podcasts, too. Very cool. Thank you all for being here and for being willing to let us play with your beautiful submissions uh, in the way that we did. So, Nate, Taka, and Julie, tell us a little bit about your approach to creating your pieces in response to the topic, data. So, yeah, when I got the, the word or prompt, at first I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just so different from just a different topic than what I usually, than how I usually approach things. So I really just kind of sat with it and was like, what can I do with this word? What, you know, angle could I take with, you know, with the, the topic of data or data, however it, um, but then I just kind of thought like the angle of, you know, it's so easy to to reduce people to a statistic or like a data point. And just the thought of like, I think the thing that stuck with me was just the that each each piece of that data is, is an individual person. And I think that's what that was the thing that I tried to like attack. And yeah, that's what I was trying to do with it. When I received the poem, the first thing that occurred to me was that there's sort of a, not like a narrative arc, but like linearly sort of just grows more and more sinister. You know, it's sort of like, it starts kind of um, like anodyne and a little antiseptic with all the like facts and, you know, that kind of thing. And then it slowly becomes a little bit like imbued with more of the... Uh, the, the emotion and the the perspective of the of the writer and the you know or whoever the narrator is and so automatically like right right off the bat my my approach was kind of start with something that feels a little you know a little dry a little not techy but like feels like it it doesn't have that um, isn't super emotive and that was sort of how I kind of um, interpreted the uh, poem. And what, that's, that's what I wanted to bring to it musically. Some of the first things that I thought about were I kind of drifted into this fantasy world of how I would fix the world's problems if I were a tech billionaire. And instead of actually gravitating towards like an actual piece of technology, I thought about the star jump, which is an exercise that you do usually in what you'll start doing it when you're like 11 years old through middle school. Um, it's kind of the one movement that takes you from your smallest to your largest. And it's like, a, it's almost like analog transcendence is what it felt like. Um, and so 
doing it on top of a mountain, I like to imagine that I was like a billionaire and uh, like a billionaire sitting on this piece of technology that could then give back to the world by like raining down um, all of this food for people. And I think the star jump also represents being like a tiny, tiny, tiny being and then also being like larger than life and not really able to being able to exist anywhere in between. But it is just kind of it kind of just exists. Taka, I have a question for you. How did you feel about the the sort of hands-off approach in this process? You're the furthest away from all of us right now. We didn't give you much direction other than here's a poem someone somewhere wrote and now you should compose some music based on how you feel. <laughs> um, you know, I think... Uh, with music and, um, you know, I, I work on um, podcast music um, pretty regularly. And so that is inherently a create like a collaborative process. So this was actually like it was kind of liberating to just sort of, you know, have someone's input from just the, from the very beginning and only the beginning. And then you kind of just run with it and sort of try to, uh, you know, it, it's collaborative in the most, like, you know, se- separate way possible. Um, and in that way, I, I kind of, it, I think it allowed me to be a little bit more experimental, not having to think about, like, oh, I have to throw it back to the, you know, this person, and now then I'm going to get input, you know, um, to for revisions or tweaks or that kind of thing. And so I think it allowed me to be a bit more experimental, think outside the box and kind of just like make weird, weird ass sounds that, you know, in a normal setting, I I don't think I would. Weird ass sounds. We can certainly dig it. Okay, so Julie, what was your creative process like in response to the theme and to Nate's poem? That's a good question, because I in all the art that I make, I gravitate towards um, absurdity and kind of fantasy because um, rather than being an escape, I feel like alternate universes can actually be like a pretty powerful tool to process emotions that might be hard to process through like the words or the forms that we have. Um, And so something like data was so, I was so moved by it. It was so powerful. And my response was also so emotional that I really felt like swinging so hard in the opposite direction would just uncover another dimension for people to process something that's so, so paralyzing. Mm, For sure. For sure. Okay. Um, Last question, because I know we all, we all get the Zoom fatigue. Okay. Um, Nate's. Your piece, I would say, is very in your face in like the best possible way, of course. Did you intentionally respond to the theme data in the way that you did to create a a written piece that felt a bit dangerous, perhaps? I think as, as an artist, it's always a goal to like, you know, at least make some people uncomfortable. Because, I mean, if if everybody's comfortable all the time, you don't make any kind of change, nothing, you know, everything stays the same if people are comfortable. So 
I think good art should always like, you know, at, at the very least kind of just tug at something in you. So I've, um, I've never shied away from maybe crossing, if not crossing the line, coming right up next to it. Um, but and I think from for this project, like it's a good jumping off point, right? Of being uncomfortable. That's usually how I'm uh, inspired to to create something is from something that makes me uncomfortable. So if 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 this is the jumping off point for other people to create something, there has to be that little twinge of of uncomfortability, in my opinion, to to really be inspired to create something. Yeah, like finding ways to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I think is probably one of my favorite things about art making in general. And I'm so happy that the three of you, again, just just trusted us to kind of, I don't know, throw you into the mix of this experiment in in doing just that, I hope. Uh, We made a fake virtual land in this, in actual virtual land of Zoom. I don't know. This is weird. Okay. Thank y'all so much. Next week, we travel to the third city on our You Heard Me Right road trip. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. We don't even know what's going to happen there yet, but it'll be fun. Trust me. We'll hear you later. Heard Me Right is a Spotify SoundUp original series and was workshopped as part of the SoundUp Podcasting Accelerator at Spotify headquarters in New York City. From Could Be Pretty Cool Productions, this episode was produced and edited by Casey Willis. Mixing and sound design by Moon Echo Audio and videography by Jacob McCoy. Our executive producers are Casey Willis and Moon Echo Audio. Special thanks to Greg Cooler at Lantern Audio, Gina, Baron, Lexi, Caroline, and Simone. From Spotify, executive producers Julie McNamara, Corinne Gilliard, Miguel Contreras, Natalie Tillock, and James Dumwalt. For more information about today's guest artists, visit us at HerdWrightPod.com or follow us on IG at HerdWrightPod. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.